You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Teen Wolf After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Teen Wolf After Show. Buzzers and welcome back. We're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf Season 3, Episode 13, Anchors. I'm your host this evening, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and joining me across the table, AfterBuzz TV host, June Lee. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be here today. <laughs> so excited to have you. And our special guest this evening, you all know him as Danny from MTV's Teen Wolf. Please welcome Kiahu Kiahuanui. <laughs> It's okay, that happens a Your lot. name's amazing. It is. <laughs> fantastic. So you are Hawaiian. I am. That's that's fantastic. I feel like they you're Hawaiian on the show. Your last name is still Hawaiian, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm um, I'm Hawaiian in real life and And, and on the show. And, and this week we actually get one of the the dog is named Apollo. Yeah. Did they do that after your dog? They they actually did. I didn't know until I read the script. And, <laughs> oh my gosh. And I and actually actually I knew I think Jeff had man- mentioned it before, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, there's you know, I'm probably going to use your dog's name in the in, in the script." <laughs> and I go, "Oh, that's funny. Is he is he a white lab that's really cute and <laughs> and, and well no, behaved?" It's like a, it's like yeah, and he's like, "No, it's a Rottweiler." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> but it's a really cute Rottweiler. Yeah. Right? Well, Especially it's just cool. It's cool. I, I just, it's just so funny hearing like hearing hearing uh, the the dad like shout Apollo's name. Yeah, right. Yeah. Miss, was Mr. Apollo watching when uh, that happened? Um, he, I think, I think he did hear it because he was like, he like perked up a little bit. Mm, I follow the barks of Apollo on Twitter. Oh, He's amazing. Oh you my god! You guys should all follow his dog. He tweets hilarious things. Well. <laughs> You guys, welcome back. We're so excited. This season already, I'm so amped up. It looks so amazing. It's creepier. It's airier. Like, it's reminding me of, like, the mystery and creepiness of Twin Peaks almost, like, David Lynch. Like, it's just fantastic. And I just want to know, like, has the mood on set changed because it's Mm. darker, because it's more psychological now? (laughs) It's changed in the sense of, like, we're like, wait. Is it a dream sequence? What's going on? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, because, no, like yeah. half the time nobody knew what was going on because mm. stuff you'd be reading and reading and reading, and then it'd be like, oh, it was just a flashback, or mm. oh, it was just a dream, or oh, like this is kind of half happening, and then they wake up and like some things might have happened, and we don't know. And mm-hmm. the episodes don't. I mean, throughout the rest of the season, like you, you'll figure things out. But we were we were lost a little bit along the way. 
Yeah, I'm starting to learn when I'm dreaming and when I'm not because apparently you can't read in dreams. Which now, like last night, I found myself when I was driving home, like <laughs> reading signs and like, am I awake right now? I certainly hope so. Yeah. So totally. I really just love the Jeff's fun facts that he throws mm-hmm. out you. Like mm-hmm. the whole, you, you're actually everyone has felt that when you feel like you wake up and you're falling, that mm-hmm. feeling. And I didn't know that your body's actually paralyzed. When when you're mm-hmm. sleeping and that's when your mind just wakes up like a split second before your body and realizes that. So I just love when he throws those kind of like impressionable facts at us. You know, this is a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Jeff's really, yeah. I mean, I guess we only, we see him every now and then interviews and whatnot, but mm-hmm. he's really smart. <laughs> yeah, Jeff knows a lot of stuff and, and he's, done a, he's also done a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, like the ca- there's definitely among the cast that he's created or not the cast the characters that he's created there's definitely a piece of him in every every single wow. one wow interesting and he i mean it's like the the, the kind of reminds me of like Lydia's line where she goes i read things like that's it's, con- <laughs> it's i mean jeff <laughs> re- he reads a lot and he knows his stuff we have a caller already on the line <laughs> caller what's your name where are you from Hi, this is Josh. I'm from Florida. Hi, Josh. Thanks Hi, Josh. for calling in. Do you have a question for Kiahu? <laughs> Kahuanui? I won't get that wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go with. Um, what would you say is the funnest experience you've had working on Team Wolf? Maybe one of your best set memories uh, you could share best, with us, like onset or offset. Probably on set. Okay. Um, on set. On set, on set, on set. Uh, man. I, so many. So many. I know. It's, well, it's, I've, it's, so been, many. it's been years now. It's like, it's, it's, and it's hard to, it feels like yesterday that we were, we were still in Atlanta shooting the first season. Wow. Um, I'd have to say the, our best, our, our funnest times are the hardest for me to remember because usually the, the crazier, <laughs> it, like it gets crazier, like the well, it gets really crazy, like when we're shooting like sixteen-hour days or fifteen-hour days, mm-hmm. and people are like delirious. Our crew has been there like way longer than we have, mm-hmm. and everybody's just kind of like in this delirium and saying things that don't make sense, and like, and then you're trying to shoot these scenes, <laughs> and everybody's tired, but everybody's so upbeat that we just joke around, and then the next morning, like you drive home, you wake up the next morning, at, like you know. <laughs> 2 p.m. <laughs> and and it's and it all depends on like you're just like was that a dream like oh it's kind of like it's yeah you it, well, it you're like purpose. you're like oh wow that really happened like, so yeah I, I mean nothing is specific but we definitely it's in those late hours it can be rough but it's it can be fun that's great it, Josh I bet you're happy that you have that. California weather going on right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was actually gonna wear my my, my scarf t- tonight just just to like in solidarity with like <laughs> all the people that are freezing. I wish I and this is just, like I wish I were in in the snow, being being blizzard. Really? I love the snow. I, I love. I go outside. It's like freezing cold. There's snow everywhere. It's coming down and like you you know it's everything's covered in white. I, I love to go outside. Like, I just, I go out and play and make snowmen. I like going out and playing in the sand um, in <laughs> L.A. Um, I actually don't like the, I like the beach, but I don't like the 
no sand there's for, something for about like, being like in this extreme cold that makes you feel like you're alive yeah you know? it's fun like, it, it wakes you up and then, exactly. like, yeah. and then you go inside and you like have a nice warm cup of tea or cocoa and like <laughs> warm up and like and like you know get dry and pass out <laughs> <laughs> alright well uh, now that we've all got that great imagery let's go ahead thanks Josh for calling thanks, in Josh. Thank you, we're Josh. gonna continue with the episode um, you know this season has gotten it, with each season it's gotten smaller and it's asked its audience to become more sophisticated but it's still relatable with the, the folklore and the mythology mm. like this just isn't like a teen drama or a horror you're like you're learning and I love the Japanese mythology that we have coming we didn't get into it yet this episode, but I'm really stoked for that. I just love how he is making such you know deep impact on the teenagers watching this show with all the different themes. And we'll get to that love scene with Scott and his mom a little bit later. But I just I love all the parenting and advice that we get from this show. Let's go ahead into our first topic about the effects of them dying and coming back and basically how Scott Stiles and Allison gave power to the Nematon and that's what's going to draw all these new monsters into Beacon Hills again. So we get that amazing shot with the camera flying into Stiles' bedroom and it's nightmare after nightmare. Uh, what was like the creepiest scene for you guys this episode? So many. I couldn't even watch it. The I, I, the second time was even scarier for me, like because of the anticipation. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit different for me because <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 everything happened like six months ago. Um, well, not everything, right. but but we definitely. I mean, we we have advanced knowledge, yeah. and it's, and so half the time I'm I'm like trying to separate seasons because. <laughs> So much of it blends into one when it's yeah. all, you know, people are watching it now, but mm-hmm. people were watching it, we're just finished watching it and, and we're still talking about it when, That's a good point. when we started shooting the next season mm-hmm. so, or the next half of this, this season. But the, the scariest thing for me was, was seeing all the scenes with, uh, with Kate. Yeah, when she oh, the, yeah. Like, the kind of flashing, like crawling like, ah. up the yeah. the morgue tunnel to hell mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever that was supposed to. I didn't even resemble. see it. I don't even. She know. looked away. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. You missed time. it. It was no, good. I saw it in their. I saw it in their like you know previews and things like that, but I just couldn't watch it. That stuff that the, I'd have to say of all scary movie effects or like or, or anything that's that's scary on TV or or even movies the. Uh, those scenes with like the strobe lights mm-hmm. and like something coming towards you and you yeah. can only see like glimpses when the light's shining like oh, that's a great description oh that's that freaks me out cuz cuz you don't know how much closer they're going to get yeah. each time the light turns on right and oh ugh. It was so cinematic, you know, all yeah. those different creepy scenes. My favorite was when Styles is in class and everyone's mm-hmm. doing the sign language at him mm-hmm. and then eventually he wakes up and, you know, they oh, Scott yeah. tells him, you know, you weren't sleeping, but yeah. he has like written wake up, wake up all yeah. over his notebook. That was so freaky to me. Yeah. The fact that he now, you know, he has no idea when he's awake, when he's dreaming. And as the audience Neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we can count his fingers or we can see if he's able to read in a scene, I guess. But there's certain clues. But it seems like they were all, um, Scott and Allison and Styles. they were all sort of like losing their, their power and their strength. Like Scott's not able 
to, you know, turn and control his alpha powers. And Allison's kind of, you know, she's capable of killing anyone. I mean, I guess they all are in this dream state. And she almost kills Lydia this episode, and she's unable to shoot her target. She's got the shaky hands now. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Styles can't read. And he was, like, the detective with all the knowledge who always, like, pieced everything together for everybody. He's still got a lot of information on on what happens when you fall asleep, so. Yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) But as far as, like, putting everything together for how they can come together and keep this these creatures out of Beacon Hills is going to be really difficult, I feel like, if he can't, you know, escape this and close that door. Um, I really liked how, for a moment, we got that bed romance with Lydia. I was like, wow, oh, that yeah. happened yeah. fast. Yeah. And, and at least for the fans, that was amazing, us getting that glory in, in uh, Styles' dreams, at mm-hmm. least, because I, I hope it happens this season. I've heard it was teased that his status changes. Who knows? If that's mental or relationship, we don't know. <laughs> but, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do, but <laughs> you can't say anything I more than that, can happens. you? <laughs> <laughs> I loved the image when Scott's kind of seeing his shadow self as mm-hmm. the alpha. And I know he's struggling oh, yeah. to, oh, that's like... that's interesting. You think he's seeing himself as the alpha. Right, I, I right. Did you see huh. the shadow? It was like huge, and it looked like the alpha. And I hope you know mm. we get to see him transform eventually. But it seems like he's definitely struggling to come into his own this season, at least in the beginning. Um, I think that's really interesting because, like, I didn't even think about him that shadow being the alpha, just mm-hmm. a werewolf. But yeah. that's really interesting that it's specifically his alpha form, right? That he's seeing. Yeah. Um, well, what I what I like about all the the imagination, the, the imagination sequences or the, the dream sequences, in uh, a and and sometimes when you watch stuff and it's like or like a movie and it's like, then the person wakes up. And all that didn't matter. Like, uh, in, in the, in, at least in this episode, it's great because I feel like the, the dreams matter. Mm-hmm. Um, th- stuff that's happening in the dreams have significance. So, right. you know, it's important to pay attention. Like, and it's important to pay attention to the intentions be- behind what they're, they're imagining because they all mean something. And it doesn't, it's not like, oh, they wake up and like, we can just forget that, that sequence or that, mm-hmm. that right. scene. Right. Yeah. I know um, Deaton says, this is your subconscious yeah. trying to talk to you, mm-hmm. you know, and you should listen to it. And that was the whole, when is a door not a door, when it's a jar, <laughs> which is funny, but also, um, I mean, I mean, you when, know, we don't know what to do with that. When you, when you have those dream sequences and the, the, the person wakes up though, like how many times have you been like, ah, like that yeah, was I hate that. A filler episode. I hate that. Like, mm. Because it doesn't impact the plot going yeah. forward. Right. So that's a really great point. So guys, just because you're you may be in a dream, I mean everything that you're seeing pay on attention. screen. Pay attention pay because attention. it definitely, definitely is going to all come together. Um I was just gonna say I really like the theme that we're going with here with, you know, destroying internal demons. I think that's really important, especially the, as the demographic being mostly a teenage mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and saying that, like, the darkness within themselves, you know, they have to... There's darkness within all of us that lives there, you know. And, you know, Deaton's saying that, you know, they have to close this door as soon as possible. Or, you know, they could drown within 
the darkness of, you know, their inner demons. And we can begin to speculate on, like, what all that means, letting go of the darkness it within yourself or, like, tra- getting over traumatic experiences you've gone through or, the, or lo- the loss of life that's around us. I mean, we all can, I feel like, at some point in time, go to that place, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so I love that that's kind of the theme of this season, especially for teenagers to try to, they're, you know, the most impressionable at this point. All this stuff is kind of just happening to them to the first time. And it's important to see that they can, you know, close that door. So I really like the way that Jeff just makes these themes so relatable, even though it's Japanese folklore, you know. Yeah. He's, he, he, I mean, it's it's great to have a supernatural show as the vehicle for that mm-hmm. because totally. there's so many different ways you can do it that are not like you know day to day storytelling and and the the messages I guess you can send with something that's fun to watch yeah. it's fun and like mm-hmm. different and kind of out there escapism but at the same time like kind of teaches you some lessons or, or totally. gives you some perspective yeah. yeah and and the the grounding also I, I mean even the uh you you were gonna we're gonna get to it I'm sure but but the the one with about the anchor that, oh we can totally talk about yeah. it I just loved that scene yeah. I mean who hasn't had that first love and felt like this is forever and then when it's suddenly not like you stop eating you stop sleeping you stop <laughs> mm-hmm. living like it is the end of the world and the the fact that we got that speech from Melissa McCall to Scott saying, you know, you're going to love again. It's going to be just as great. It's going to be better because you're going to come into who you are and it's going to be richer at that point. You know, Um, you will love again. And until then, you have to be your own anchor. I mean, the most important thing about dating, I feel, is you need to remember that no matter how bad things get, I mean, as long as you guys work through everything, (laughs) um, it's like there's... There are more, like, there's always, there's so many people on this earth. So many. I mean, so many. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, and and then just finding, being comfortable with yourself, too. You know? It's I like, think that's like a that big grounding. part of it. And that, those two things were, were you know, finding stability um, in himself in order to, you know, control his his supernatural abilities right yeah i mean i think a lot of it is knowing that you have the confidence within yourself to stand on your own to have that strength on your own and and that's just a a great message for not only the characters in teen wolf to move forward Mm -hmm. and to be able to be as great as they can be with their powers but for teenagers everywhere to understand you know you can't rely on another person, another relationship to make you happy ever or to be who totally. you are. Like, you have to find that on your own. And I heard that but, that conversation was uh, actually happened between Jeff and his mom. It was sort of inspired by something his mom said. But oh. but but to put – I mean, everything's always got to be taken with a grain of salt. Like, yeah. Because I feel like that's – I mean, if you go to that extreme, it can be like, well, I don't need anybody. Like, <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's – and it's it, because it's important. It's like – Yes, you need to find happiness in yourself, but mm-hmm. you also need to like you also need to realize that people can bring a greater happiness. Yes, um, absolutely. So it's not necessarily like a a, a mutually exclusive thing. No, um, definitely not. And Scott kind of moves on like pretty quickly. I mean, him and Kira meet eyes 
And well, I, like know, I don't know scene. about pretty quickly. I mean, it's been four. It was four months from the beginning, Since or from Allison season two to season three. Well, right, that's up. true. So that's a good true. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just quick for us because we do like marathons. This was yesterday that they broke up. Yeah. <laughs> Stop binge watching. <laughs> um, well, let's go ahead and talk about Kira. Uh, she's this new transfer student, played by the lovely Arden Cho, mm-hmm. um, and she's supposed to have. Remarkable powers this season, but she might be the first student at Beacon Hills to ever overhear our characters talking crazy at school, right? This is the first <laughs> one that ever walks over and be like, hey, I heard what you guys are talking about, and I and she's so know nonchalant. about that. Yeah, right? <laughs> she's like, yeah, death. The last stage is death. You yeah. know, she's no big deal. She's kind of excited about it. Yeah, she is. She's a weird new kid. Maybe she's, <laughs> maybe that's like her thing. No, I I love her. I think that she's beautiful, and I'm excited about her new powers. I don't know if she's good or bad yet. You know, I was reading up Mm. on my um, Kitsune mythology. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she's both. Yeah, she could be. One form of her is good, and one form of her is bad. I'm trying to get a reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Let's test his poker faces. (laughs) Um, but but I like that her her teacher is her father, Mister mm-hmm. Yukamura, and so I'm not sure if he's going to be good or bad. I mean, I'm guessing he's not going to be bad, considering last season was you know the Durak was the teacher. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's probably not him, but it could be Kira that mm-hmm. ends up you know being behind everything. The villain, we don't know. There's we can speculate later in predictions, but um. Do you, do you, June, think that she's going to be good or bad this season? Well, I mean, just with my experience with Korean folklore and stuff like that, um, the kitsune is mm-hmm. usually portrayed as being, like, a very devious and, you know, not trustworthy person Ooh. who's beautiful and, oh. you know, like, lures in the men and <laughs> eats their liver. Like, get the, like, I don't know, to get their power, like, their man, like, their manly power from them. So, like a widow. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, you're, you're swaying my opinion here. You're doing a really like, good job. I don't know. So, we're not going to cross <laughs> no, her off contact. yet. No eye contact. No eye contact. Well, let's go ahead and get into the Malia Tate storyline. Now, Stalinsky is unfortunately, you know, we've got Agent McCall coming mm-hmm. in and trying to get him demoted basically because he has all these cold cases that were never solved Mm -hmm. and so he want now with his you know enlightenment knowing this town has a lot of supernatural going on he wants to try to solve this one last case to try to you know i guess make a point maybe save his job Mm -hmm. Mm. So he, you know, goes to investigate this eight-year-old case about Malia Tate's family and how it was, you know, an accident, a car accident, but it was on a full moon night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously the bodies had a lot of claw marks and and bites on them, but the eight-year-old Malia was never found. Mm -hmm. So that's when we go to Mr. Tate's house, who I don't know if he might have Derek and Peter chained up. Which I loved oh. that scene, by the way. But I feel like he was like mad when Stalinsky came in and That's was really like, interesting. "I have new evidence," and he was like, "New evidence is like he was like, I just want to stick with the fact that I know it was an hmm. accident. I don't want to know that it was a murder." And it was like he doesn't seem sad. He seems angry. Right. So I mean, I'm sure different people deal with 
you know, mm-hmm. different things with anger rather than like, sadness. I, I feel like that's like the worst. That's one of the things that you you pray doesn't happen mm-hmm. as a victim of something like that. It's like right. you the last thing you want is at any point in time that you know that something different might have happened, or that the like, right. mm-hmm. or or instead of it being an accident, like. It, it was intentional. Like, I mean, and then right. where do, how do you focus your, your feelings or how, how do you like bring worse. that all back up after eight mm-hmm. years and, and reconcile with all that? It definitely makes mm-hmm. it worse. I'd be furious. Yeah, I would be too. Well, he, then he reacted properly, but obviously as a audience member, I'm like trying to figure out who the villain is of the season. So right. I'm suspecting all new faces. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, I really liked how he was trying to Mr. Slinsky was trying to use Scott and Styles, but unfortunately it was just too old and Scott really can't control his ability right now and that's when we get the nice scene with Apollo <laughs> who's not your dog but named after your dog um, and I do yell at him like that sometimes do you? Aw, Apollo shut up <laughs> no actually he never barks so I don't have to Aww. Yeah. That's super cute. I think I noticed that at one of the like screenings at Jeff's house. Yeah, he 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 only barks on command. <laughs> Aw, that's a great dog. <laughs> Maybe he has a future acting career like his dad. Mm, I, <laughs> I, you know, I actually did consider it, but I, I've I've heard uh, it's not always a, the best for them. Really? Yeah, so, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of work. Yeah, and a lot of time. Like, right. I have to be a stage dad, I guess. Aw, yeah, you would have to be a stage exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of thinking, as Scott points out, when when they find the car wreckage, you know, he wants to help Mr. Stalinsky out mm-hmm. since he knows his job's at stake. And so uh, he goes and gets Styles, and they go off into the woods, and they're trying to find this wreckage, which is still there. And it looks to be a coyote. Now, I could be wrong about that. Maybe it's a different form of a werewolf, but it looked like a coyote that Scott comes in contact with. And he actually asks if the coyote is Malia, mm-hmm. which, you know, it very possibly could because, totally. you know, maybe Malia turned on that full moon mm-hmm. and, and she didn't know what to do with these new powers and accidentally killed her family. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mr. Tate did. Maybe he's a coyote werewolf. Who knows? <laughs> uh, what, what do you speculate on it, June? I know you know. <laughs> you know what? I know I mean, nothing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm all about details. And I noticed, like, the claw mark looked like it came from from, like, the inside mm. because, like, it, it was flared out and I just feel like if... That's a good point. It, if it was from the outside, it would have, like, flared in. The metal would have, like, flared in, right? And so mm-hmm. I definitely think it was Malia. And now now that you say that about Mr. Tate possibly, like, having Derek and Peter, like, I'm just thinking, like, whoa. Like, what if, like, that is what happened and, like, you know, maybe, like, there's, like, they're, like, a different breed of werewolf and, like, the reason why she didn't go back to her family or her dad is because, like, she's afraid. Well, I feel you know? like she might be haunting him because at one point whenever Stalinsky first mm -hmm. gets to Mr. Tate's house Mr. Tate was putting out rat traps to catch the coyotes yes yes so I feel like Malia is Mm -hmm. actually haunting her father so I don't know if she wants to be friends with him or kill him because he killed her family who knows (laughs) and like what if she can't like turn back into human form Mm-hmm. You know, like, if she could turn back to human form, like, would she just go to her dad? I don't know. Yeah, that's hopefully something that Scott can help her with. Mm. It seems your like whole they're discussion, gonna be friends. <laughs> your whole discussion proves, I think, that, that this is a good setup episode. Because <laughs> 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 there's so much to think about. There's so I, much to think about. I don't know the answers, so it's like, 
Wow, I guess I didn't think about all the unanswered questions because by the time I guess by the time I I got to episode one, I had already had episode two in my hands too. Um, so I was like, I was like, mm, I wonder what happens when I oh. <laughs> when I saw the three uh, B trailer. I was so excited, and it all was happening so fast. But mm-hmm. then when we got this set-up episode, I was just really happy to see that they kind of slowed things down mm-hmm. to kind of let us delve into the psyches of these characters. Totally. Because mm-hmm. it allows for a lot of character development and us to really get in there and find out what they're feeling inside. Because we've mm-hmm. seen them out, act you know, outside. Uh, with each other, and we know who they are at this point, so it's nice to kind of get in there and, and see what's going on inside their head. And like, like we were talking about earlier, it's really scary because um, we don't know what they're capable when they're in this kind of fluke dream state. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they don't know either. And I feel like we're going to be getting a lot more. Well, Allison bl- got to school somehow. Somehow, <laughs> I mean. yeah. I mean, that that's really scary if she was driving like that. Yeah. And I and she was pointing the bow, and she had mm-hmm. knives in her bed with mm-hmm. Lydia. She almost killed Lydia. She's yeah. having sex dreams with Isaac. <laughs> they say you dream about what you want and what you fear you want so i don't know Hmm. (laughs) we can go ahead and start talking about the relationships Uh, i definitely feel like scott and kira are going to have a little relationship i feel like we need a grid like game of thrones (laughs) oh yeah but it's like a t-wolf grid and it's like this person with all like strings or something i'm like we can make that happen cardboard we will do that Um, I don't think there's any incest on this show. Like, I, not like Game of Thrones. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. That's a good oh, point. There's so much. Sister, no yeah. incest that we no know of yet. Yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Steven and Boo. A <laughs> oh, little teaser for Game of Thrones. Um, and then we get. The show comes back <laughs> I think March, right? Well, I, I, and then it's like I've. I actually would like the. the Last few books to be written. Oh, you're you're uh, angry at George. I'm, I'm as well. A, well, I'm a, I'm a, I read the book, so I'm like. I when are we going to get direwolves on Teen Wolf? <clears throat> there needs to be a crossover. That's what I'm saying. It's like, can we get some like realm compilation? You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, the alpha. There you go. Oh, the alphas, alphas at the direwolves. Super big. Dire- yeah, direwolves. <laughs> I would love that. And then we get the Isaac and Allison tease scene. Um, where they're sort of, you know, mm-hmm. Isaac saying to Allison, oh, Scott's totally fine with this. And obviously we see that's not true mm-hmm. with him, you know, continuously throwing Isaac up against yeah. the wall. Now, do you think <laughs> that um, Scott's jealous or do you think it's more like he do- obviously doesn't want his friend dating the girl that he, you know, had as his first love and just broke up with? Uh, it's one thing to be okay, like to be like, okay, but in the breakup, I guess, mm-hmm. like where X is kind of... Mm-hmm state but it's another thing to see a friend i think yeah move in yeah and then see and and like especially yeah. if, especially if you're single yeah right. and seeing your friend like move in on that and and like and your ex be like happy yeah, yeah. you know it's like not ready yeah i agree i wouldn't want that stay with that bro code girl code <laughs> all <Yeah>. those codes <laughs> pay attention like we we're saying earlier there's so many people in the world so don't even go that way because you're just gonna lose friends. Right. Well, there's lose yeah, friends. there's usually there's usually like a I feel like a good friends will talk about it mm-hmm. first. definitely, and even then when you talk about it, people don't always 
say what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like Scott it's was like, okay. why would you, why would why I want to hit you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, did you kiss her? He's like, no. He's like, did you want to? And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too honest there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's obviously going to happen. I like that sneak peek of that rave, crazy face paint scene coming oh, up right. further down in the season. We got a glimpse of that. That looks amazing. And I want to go to that party. Wait, is that Kira? <laughs> is that Kira's kissing Scott? It did look like it. It did look like mm-hmm. her, right? And it looked like Isaac with Allison. With Allison, because the face paint was different with Kira and Allison. I'm like, can I look look at watch that again? Just in <laughs> slow motion so I can make sure I know what what I can again say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in that preview, actually. Oh, Were you, you at the party scene? Uh there's there there's a scene <laughs> with me. I, Alan, like, screen grabs were tweeted at me, and uh, I'm in the scene. I've got, I've got some makeup on. Um, Wait, I I'm think I'm excited about that. that. That's glowing, yeah. Glowing makeup. We need to do that for uh, next week for our after showing. Turn the lights down. Yeah. Let's all just wear glowing makeup. The, this, <laughs> where that, the episode where that scene comes from. Uh-huh. It looks incredible. Oh my god, I can't oh wait! Oh my gosh, I'm so I've excited. actually I've seen I've seen that that one. I've seen the the rough cut, and it's it's awesome. Um, it's really they did an awesome job. I just, just feel like Team Wolf in general with the I lighting, was just going to say, the set design, yeah, everything. It's inc- it's we have a we have crazy. an amazing team. Like yeah, Malke, I, I, Russell Malke. I'm like I'm like you guys don't need us. Well, you guys need us, but not really. I mean. For people who don't know, Russell Mulcahy, he actually yeah. directed a lot of um, 80s music videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and we did have him on in 3A, season 3A, and he was talking to us about the cinematography and, you know, all, all what's all going into this, this set's design, and it's just, like, the lighting, and he's always saying he wants to pour more blood on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Russell's, Russell's kind of one of those... Uh, I, I call I call it organized chaos. <laughs> it's like in his head, it's like I'm like trying to explain it. He's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to do this thing, and I don't. And we're like, what? <laughs> and then you get the you get the like the episode. You see that all the cuts from from mm-hmm. what they shot, and you're like, that's what he meant. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense in here. I have yeah. that problem a lot. Like, I need to write myself a script because I'm a much better writer than I am just getting stuff out like this. Yeah, that's... I, I mean, not to mention, I mean, we we have... I mean, our, our DPs, uh, our... Just our, our crew in general, they, they're all so... They're such visionaries in, mm-hmm. in, in the sense where, like, they they do a really great job of... of Materializing what Jeff has has thought of and, and mm-hmm. what, what he imagines, but also like giving great input. I mean, I've, I've, you know, it's fun to walk through the production offices because you see all the sketches of like wow. of the sets that they want to do or like you know stuff they proposed, and then and then even like our 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 props department and our um, our set designers. I mean, I see them building stuff, and I'm like, wow. Can you do that in my house? Because that, that'd be awesome. And it's because it's all, they're all just sets. Right. And, and, I mean, you know, we do shoot on location here and there, but the the sets are, are it's really incredible what they do and how they make it look, like, right. so real. No, it does. It looks amazing. And, and I just feel like Teen Wolf 
has stepped it up every single season. Every and you can't really season. say that for a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Some shows are revolving around the same storylines, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of fans are getting bored, as am I. And it's nice to see that in Teen Wolf, we can expect new and exciting creatures, characters, villains, mm-hmm. storylines, you know, new sets. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's right. amazing. And thank you, Jeff, and everyone at Teen Wolf and you, Keanu, oh, for making all, all this possible and giving us these amazing I visuals. Just show up. <laughs> <laughs> so <And> the, work out. <laughs> we were going to ask you about that in our interview yeah, in just, <laughs> just a few minutes. I just want to say the final twist on the episode was when we saw Peter and Derek strung up on that chain mm-hmm. fence, which they just happened to be shirtless, didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> I think that's a prerequisite to being strung up on a fence yeah. and tied up. Is like, you have to be shirtless. Take off your shirt, then I'll string you up. <laughs> right. Well, you know you need to have, like, skin contact to get electrocuted properly. It's probably what it was, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, <laughs> nothing, nothing to do with the ass. Do you try to get all technical? Just uh, try to not, not make it seem let's like not anything make, more than it let's is. Let's not make naked technical. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I tried. I'm just kidding. I totally agree. Reasons to not feel guilty about watching Teen Wolf. (laughs) Don't don't feel bad about it. Replay. Binge. Often. Um, And dream about them after the show's over. Um, So, yes. And and, and it seems like Derek's mad at Peter. He's obviously blaming him. And last time we were with these guys, you know, Peter had manipulated Derek into giving up his alpha... Mm-hmm. status and so you know Peter kind of says yeah it probably is my fault why we're in this situation so that was a really great tease it was just as great as the opening scene I mean I'm just so excited about this season yeah <laughs> totally it's like where's his sister cause like Cora? Peter and Derek are there but cause Derek left with Cora mm-hmm. he, so I think she has now actually moved to another show I think. Oh, she has? Um, yeah, I think is it a rain she might be on, so I'm not sure how much she's coming back. Yahoo, I guess, doesn't want to say. So <laughs> I'm not sure how much she's coming back. I think she's on, like, a CW show. So you know uh, that happens a lot with, like, the different characters. They mm-hmm. end up getting, you know, a, a great part on, on a new pilot or something. Mm-hmm. But Jeff's great. I saw him in interviews talking about, and he's told us when he was here for 312, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, they don't know when these actors and actresses are going to get another part on a different show. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, they have stuff planned. And last minute, they have to rewrite. Because yeah. the they got cast on another show, so I mean that's also great writing for them. I mean right. to to have this whole planned out where your characters are going, and then next you find out they're not going to be there anymore. That yeah. must be awful. Yeah. <laughs> but guys at home, don't forget you can call in and chat with us. We have a chat roll. The number here is four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. Join the conversation. I would not tweet have at us. Be like, wait, wait, go back. <laughs> yeah, I think it's on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but um yeah, who's so generous and concerned. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of comments on the last episode, three twelve, when Jeff was here and Woodward said, Need more Danny and Sasu was like, I want more Danny, because I really want him to find out about all this stuff. I love mythology so much, and Teen Wolf is a great current show that casts great people. So everyone was saying, you know, Nick Made Millions, Image 19, they all want you to get the bite, or they all want you to come into your own supernatural abilities. Can you kind of, like, tease us a little bit, and tell us anything, if um, you might be joining a pact (laughs) here soon? Or, like, what (laughs) would you want to be, if you had your pick? 
Oh, something. This is, this Give us like something, anything. Because <laughs> it's like well, just, between just the two us. of us, we'll get something out of you. It's it's uh, it, like I, I've said this before too. It's like um, I'm along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I I. I don't know all the stuff that's up here between, I mean, between our directors, our writers. Yeah. Like, I can't keep track. I just, when, right. the, when the script comes out, I'm like, wow, I would have never thought of this. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not writing these episodes. Um, but it's, Danny definitely, there's, there are some things that, that, that involve Danny this season. Uh-huh. Um, uh, God, I can't. It's wanna, hard one to tease. I what know, about relationships? A, are your relationships um, going to continue? Actually, <laughs> yeah, Danny. Um, Dan. Um, well, the last the last season, kind mm-hmm. like Danny, kind of was left in the dark, right? Uh, and in the dust by Ethan. So, Ethan, we're mad at you. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's. So will we get some? Will that storyline be continued? Will we feel like we were left in the dust? There's some Deethan, yeah. Okay, good. I'm excited about some Deethan. I don't know how it's. There's some Deethan. It's there's some good. There's some bad. That's good. (laughs) I'm excited about that. Are you? I know this is so consuming with your time and everything. Are you working on any side projects right now? Uh, yeah, there's some stuff. Some stuff, anything you want to mention? <laughs> it's like spoiler. Like I, you're asking me about all kinds of stuff I can't talk about. So, <laughs> no. Um, well, how about what was one of your New Year's resolutions? Is that a spoiler? Uh, no, no, that's not a spoiler. Uh, actually, I every year I I do I make a list. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I did pretty good with my list last year. Uh, I I checked it actually recently, and I was. M- m- I meant to like finish my list for this year. I still haven't. I don't feel guilty about like ah the first of the month. Like whatever, it doesn't. It doesn't matter when you I, start. I feel like as long as it gets done within like the first two weeks, it's it's good. Totally. As, um, <laughs> unless unless you like your, they require something else. But uh, actually, one of the things that I did have on my resolution list was to <clears throat> to do a a photo, like take a like a co- photo concept that I that I came up with and take one every week. Oh, that's great! Yeah, that's just to really keep me exciting. like, like, because I have <clears throat> these spurts of, I guess, creative artistry stuff <laughs> that I do or projects, uh-huh. and I'll like I'll be a I'll reobsess myself with photography. I mean, I'm always taking pictures, but do you tweet these out for us to see? I don't. I what? don't. Instagram? I actually, Instagram? but I do have I do have some 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 shots that oh I, you have to now that we're talking think, about it yeah I actually think that that uh, that the fans are gonna like oh please um, and that some out. of the fans have actually been there's some things that they've been asking for uh-huh. that I took the liberty of kind of doing them myself oh yeah. so <laughs> there, there's some cool there's some really awesome shots and, it, and then some of them have to do with the show so Oh, well, yeah. we're really excited about and that. I'm looking you, forward to that. Yeah, you had an awesome question that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, I just had a, um, what is like your favorite type of exercise? Because you guys everybody, all look- yeah, everybody <laughs> yeah. on this show is so super fit. I mean, because you guys are all werewolves and running around. It's and a lot of pressure. Yeah. Give us your secret, <laughs> yeah, us your so secret like, workout. What is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is your one move that will make us look great in 2014? Eating. No, um... <laughs> Wait, I, what did you say? Eating. Oh, eating. Pizza. This motion, this motion is like... <laughs> this gets it done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, uh, my, one of my favorite is is actually doing uh, an 
they're, they're ab workouts. I, I, or no, you know what? You know, actually, my favorite is jump roping. Jump roping. Oh, jump jump do you do double unders? Um, I, I don't, but I do high knees. Oh. So, like, you know, like, those hurt. That's good. I'm going to have those to try hurt. that. I've yeah. been doing the double unders. Those are really hard when you have to take the, mm-hmm. the jump rope under you twice. Yeah. That's try, try, high, like, high, high knees. For, for Jumping like really seconds. high. Like, doing intervals. Okay. Intervals are. Reminds me of my track, dude. That's how you get that body, guys, at home. So <laughs> get out. Diet, have a jump rope. Diet. Don't, never, don't forget diet. And eat pizza. Diet, eat pizza, jump rope. <laughs> I, just, I added the eat pizza. That's probably not going to help anyone. Pizza, sands the bread, sands <laughs> the cheese. Sands the cheese, exactly. Sands. So eat sands some the oven. Eat <laughs> just have like a piece of Fruit? Well, pepperoni or something. <laughs> raw meat, basically, like eat like a Teen Wolf, eat like yeah, a wolf, eat like really. a wolf, look eat, like a wolf. Get a, get a little werewolf oven, you know. No, really, little. eat raw, guys. <laughs> eat unprocessed foods if we're giving good advice. But you know, we've run out of time, unfortunately. I uh, know. I know. Um, any last predictions, June? Or I know you know what's going on, so you can't really <laughs> do any oh, prediction. What do you think's going to happen? I heard um, that Jeff just takes a lot of risks this season that plays off. I heard that the twins' eyes change colors. Mm. Oh, the twins' eyes change colors. Yeah, I heard that. Interesting. I heard that we find out in 315 that, like, Lydia's power isn't just screaming, so we're going to get to find out what that is. Um, and Mo- they were they were teasing Melissa and the sheriff's relationship, but the, Melissa said in an interview that he's still wearing his ring, so that's like a red flag. I'm not sure what's hmm. going to happen there, but I'm really excited to see you know who the villain is this season. I don't know if it's Kira, I don't know if it's her father, I don't know if it's Mr. Tate. Well, let me just tell you, there are some huge suspects. Yeah, is, are there going to be even there more are a lot new faces? Of suspects that even I towards the like I didn't. While we were shooting in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. there were some people who came in, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be the bad guy." <laughs> and so, and, it's, and 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 they may or may not have been. Oh, do we even see but. the bad guy in the first episode? <laughs> He's this totally like not going to tell us that. <laughs> um, I'd have to go like by a replay. <laughs> but, yeah. okay, okay, guys. So. Thank you so much for joining us, no, Kiaru. Yeah, um, awesome. Where can the fans tweet you? Uh, same as it's always been. My my name, if you can spell it, Google it. <laughs> uh, Guys, that's Kiahu Kahuanui. Yeah, I can't spell it. I'm practicing saying it. You can find me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. You can bang my blog, Cinematic Escape. June, where can we find you? Um, on Twitter at Miss June Lee. There is an underscore between the MS and the mm. June Lee. All complicated. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> get that underscore. Yeah, get that underscore. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks again, Giaahu, for joining us. And we'll see you guys all next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here, and be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.